talks to him. Praise the Lord, everybody. He alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. I greet you all this morning in the name of Jesus Christ, our soon coming King. And it's a wonderful day to be in the house of the Lord, to praise the Lord together, because we are practicing here exactly what we are doing here, praising God, worshiping Him. That's what we will be doing in heaven. Amen? I want to particularly greet the online members this morning. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. Glad to have you. Before we, as customary, we start out by praying. And I just ask you to stand wherever you are. If you're even in your home, just stand in reverence. Let us pray. Let us ask God's blessing upon our service this morning. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we lift you up this morning because there is no one like you, Lord. You are the King of kings and Lord of lords. You are the great God, the merciful God. You have kept us, Lord, all these years. Through all that has happened, Lord, you have kept us, O God. And now we are in a new year, Lord. We want to continue to praise you and to worship you and to just lift up your name, Lord Jesus. Because there is none like you. Lord God, you are the Alpha, you are the Omega, the beginning and the ending, Lord. You are the great God, the one we serve, the mighty God, the strong tower. We call upon you, Lord Jesus, from whence cometh our health, Lord. Lord Jesus, let us not lean on our own understanding this morning. But Lord, let us trust in you and allow you to direct our path. Because Lord, we are your children and the sheep of your pastor. This morning we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and in your courts with praises, O God. We lift up your hand, our hands to you this morning and we say thank you, Lord. There are so many things that could have happened to us this morning, but you kept us, O God. You kept us all this time, Lord Jesus, and we are here to just minister to you this morning and say thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, this morning I pray, O God, that your hand will be upon each and every one of your members of your congregation, O God. I pray, O God, that you would touch us, O God. Strengthen us this morning, Lord Jesus. I pray, O God, that we will not get weary, O God, and we will not look to the left or to the right, but we will continue to praise you. We will continue to honor you, O God, and we will continue to walk in the path that you have set for us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are everything to us, and this morning we surrender our will to you, Lord Jesus, so that you can mold us in whatever direction, whatever, however you see fit, Lord Jesus. Mold us this morning and set us on that right path, O oh God, as we continue to give you the honor and the glory this morning, and we continue to say thank you, Lord Jesus. There are some places, O oh God, that we could not worship like this, Lord. We would have to worship in a basement, in hiding, O oh God. But we have the liberty here, O oh God, to call upon your name freely, to worship you in spirit and in truth, and say thank you, Lord Jesus, boldly, Lord. This morning, Lord, I pray, O God, that you would continue to give us that spirit of boldness, Lord, so we can proclaim your word wherever we are, 
Wherever we go, God, we will not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Jesus, I pray also, Lord, that you would give us that oneness, O God, that the first church had, the church in the book of Acts had, that togetherness, O God, that we will go out and break bread and share the word of God to whomever will listen to us, Lord Jesus. Lord, make us evangelists, Lord, and strengthen us, O God, that we will reach whoever we come across, Lord Jesus. Lord, this is fishing with a net, Lord. Whoever comes in, O God, we teach them the word of God. Whoever we reach, O God, we teach them because that's our first commandment. Go ye and teach the gospel. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would send some to us, O God, and send us in their direction, Lord Jesus, because our desire is to reach all lost souls, O God. Let us look at each and every one as souls. Some are lost and some have found you, O God. The lost ones we are interested in, O God, to bring forth the word of God to them so they too will be saved and their families will be saved and they can call upon your name in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you again, Lord, for just keeping us, for just putting that hedge of protection over us and just molding us, Lord. We thank you, Lord. This morning, O God, I pray for our families. I pray, O God, that you would touch each and every family member, Lord. Lord, some that are saved, O God, continue to lift them up. Continue to strengthen them, Lord. Continue to allow them to be focused on you, O God, so they will not turn to the left or to the right, O God. Lord, those that are unsaved, I pray for them, O God, that they will find you, O God. They will keep their eyes on you and realize that they need you in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, this morning I pray for those that are sick in the body, Lord. You know who they are, Lord Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that you would touch them right now. I pray that your healing virtue would go out and touch them right now. From the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, O oh God. Strengthen them this morning. Revive them, O oh God. Restore them, Lord. Give them another chance to call upon your name and to worship you and to make it right with you, Lord. Strengthen them this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. But most importantly, Lord, I pray, O oh God, that when they are restored, they will look to you, O oh God, and they will be a testimony to you. They will be a testimony to you that you are great and greatly to be praised, O oh God. I pray, O oh God, that you will just send your spirit over us, O oh God, inside this place this morning, Lord Jesus, in our living room, O oh God, Lord, in our hearts, O oh God, that we will be on one accord, ready to hear the message from the man of God. I pray this morning, Lord, that we will come expecting to hear from you, O oh God, and expecting to leave with a word, and we will be doers of your word. We will practice your word, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray that we will hide the word of God in our hearts so we will not sin against you. Whenever the enemy tempts us, O oh God, we, the word of God will come forth, and we will use it, Lord. The, the word of God 
is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, Lord Jesus. Lord, strengthen us this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are all about worshiping you and praising you this morning. And Lord Jesus, touch us, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, those who are sick in the body, Lord, I pray that you would just cover them, Lord. Put a hedge of protection over them, Lord. Lord Jesus, we come against this COVID in the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray, O God, that, Lord, we will be back to full force as soon as possible, Lord Jesus. Lord, strengthen us and keep us in the name of Jesus. And let your face shine upon us, Lord Jesus, and be gracious unto us. Lord, I pray that your mercy and your grace which is renewed every morning, will continue to be upon us, Lord. Let your peace that passeth all understanding will be upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Keep us, Lord, as we praise you, as we call upon your name and we worship you in spirit and in truth this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, we say thank you this morning. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands this morning, church. Amen. We thank you again for coming out. We thank you for worshiping with us. Amen. We'll just go straight into the... Oh. We'll just welcome Minister Scarlett. He will preach for us this morning. And we'll take the offering after. Thank you, Brother Andrew. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. Praise God. Truly, God is great and greatly to be praised. I greet you all this morning. But before we get into the words this morning, uh, we want to just uh, just quickly update us with our announcement. Amen. So if you have your pens or a pen, we ask you to take write notes down. We first, again, want to extend our greetings. And a welcome to everyone that are here in the house of God and that those that are watching us via online this morning. Amen. We pray that you'll get something out of the service this morning, that whatever the Lord have for us, we'll be able to receive from the Lord this morning. Amen. Amen. So our first thing is our rich spiritual journey prayer. We encourage everyone, if you possible at all means, we have a reach prior for uh, uh, enjoy stewardship campaign that we're on from um, 5 a.m. to 5, 6 a.m. If you're Hebrew, you don't have to pray the full duration of the hour. You're only available to pray five minutes. If you have reva- you're only available to pray 15 minutes, whatever you're available to pray, we'd recommend everyone to please try to tune in with us. Amen. We also have another prayer just to make it convenient for everyone at 9 p.m. If you're able to tune in, we ask you also tune in for our 9 p.m. prayer if you are able to. And we're recommending that you also do so. We have a survey that was sent out a few days ago. Um, and I pray and do hope that most of you are able to have access to the survey. We're asking if you did not fill out the survey, just two questions on the survey. We ask you to fill it out. And send it back into us ASAP um, so that we can continue to move uh, forward with uh, that direction. So, again, fill out your survey if you have not yet. If you already did, we thank you for participating in that. 
and we look forward for whatever the Lord have in store for our continuation of our uh, prayer for the evening. Amen. Uh, CSDI resumed today. CSDI will be today at 3 p.m. Don't forget, um, tune in to CSDI at 3 p.m. today. Or for those that are a part of CSDI, um, Brother Tom will be there ready for 3 p.m. for you to sign in and get moving with your class. Amen. That's always a good thing. Amen. And the youth department and parents meeting. Um, I'm going to be uh, putting this one to, to be announced, uh, to be uh, maybe, I want to say, we're not sure if we're going to do this one yet, but you know, we keep you up to date with this one. It's scheduled for next Sunday, which is uh, the 9th, immediately after service, at, after the 1030 service for the youth department and parents meeting. So we'll keep you up to date where that is concerned. Um, let you know. Our singers ministry, uh, we have a Zoom meeting this Monday evening, which is tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. The 24th, um, thank you. Uh, it's going to be, I'm sorry, it's going to be on uh, Monday the 24th at 7 p.m. See Sister Gabby for more detail. Hopefully you already have her contacts. You can tune in to her and she will update you with whatever uh, information. You'll have access to sign on for all those that are involved in our singers ministry. Um, the junior class Monday um, class, uh, junior class meets Monday at 7 p.m. We have our own Bible study is always available via Zoom, has always been an option for the word of God. Amen. And we ask you to share the live stream link to everyone, those that you know, those that you know that want to be a part of what's going on in the time that we're living in. Share the live stream with them. Make sure they can also keep, be up to date with what's going on. Um, we also, um, uh, if you have questions or concern, feel free, you know, submit that in for us. Amen. And that we can, uh, you know, try to our best to stay on top of things. The baptismal tanks are still open for those of you that are home, those of you that want to be baptized. You know, if you're ready to give your life to the Lord, you're ready to get baptized, don't hesitate. Don't wait for tomorrow, especially the time that we're living in now. If you're ready to get baptized and give your life to the Lord, we're recommending you to uh, um, be get baptized. Oh, also, um own Bible series also available. So if you want to do a own Bible series and, you know, at no better time, we recommend you to, um, you know, tune in for any information. For most of you that have Sister Patrice's number, you can either email Christ in the church if you don't have our information. And uh, we'll make sure we'll forward whatever information that you need to keep you up to date with. Amen. Amen. So we're going to ask Sister Patricia to show a short video for our Christmas for Christ before we move on with the remaining portion of the service. In conversation with the Lord, Grant's past kept coming to my mind. We love the Oregon coast and the redwoods. The more I thought about it, the more I got excited about it, and that feeling came back. It was the same feeling I had when I was excited about starting the first church we started. So I was familiar with that feeling and that excitement, that anxiety that you get when you know God is asking you to do something and step up. So I started praying for specifically Grant's past. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing that, mm -hmm. 
it was like, boom, finally told my wife, I think God wants us to go to Grants Pass. Brother Hansen called me and said, hey, boom, you're unanimously approved. Yeah. Welcome to Grants Pass. We began having services that next March 17th in our living room. Mm -hmm. March 17th, 2013, and we had 17 people in attendance, and it was all family. <laughs> the kids, they would come running up to the house. They were so excited that somebody drove somebody's in, you know, here. somebody's here, somebody's here to have church. We were sitting in the sanctuary, and uh, we had bought the 130 chairs. We looked over our shoulder, and on the back wall is the fire marshal's <laughs> occupancy limit for the sanctuary mm -hmm. and it said 130 persons he knew all that stuff you know you can't plan that out yeah you we just looked that. at each other and we just chuckled you know kind of raised our eyebrows and we're like okay this is it you know and so here we are we're in a building that you know god has helped us purchase yeah. There was a lot of different things that, would, that was going on in my life, like drinking was a problem, smoking was a problem. Um, my whole attitude was, was an issue too. Like I was, I would just blow up and get mad. You know, I was mad at the kids, mad at the wife, just mad at the world. I ended up losing my wife. I ended up losing my kids. Lost my job. I lost everything. what people are looking for. They're looking for the love. They're looking for the peace. They're looking for something true. They're looking for something solid in their lives because everything around them is unstable. Their relationships are unstable. Their job is unstable. Their families are unstable. You know, I was homeless with two kids for 10 plus years. You know, in and out of family shelters in California. It's hard to believe what's in the book because I didn't know it I'd never known it I, I didn't want to pick it up and read it didn't know what it was about they get the truth they get it taught to them they're getting it ingrained in their hearts it's really just seeing the people grow seeing them establish an intimate relationship with Jesus I chose my own way never worked I'm just thankful that when I decided to get my heart back from right with God and I rededicated and fully decided to serve the Lord, slowly but surely he brought everything back. He seemingly restored my marriage better than it was when she left. Relationship with my kids are getting better. The job is getting better. God has just been a blessing. So what Christmas for Christ has meant to us is the difference between being in our living room and being in a building. Um, the difference uh, between 10 people and 50 to 60 people. We're currently running um, an average of 43 people and that's after three years of being here. Uh, that would not have happened in our living room and without the financing through Christmas for Christ, we wouldn't be able to have rented a building. Josephine County itself has 80,000 people and we are the only one that's Pentecostal church in the county. I want to thank Christmas for Christ for a new life that I wouldn't think I'd even have. If it wasn't for donations that you give to this church, 
I still probably be homeless and lots of other things. <laughs> but um, I, I, I thank you from the bottom of my heart that um, I'm going to keep going because of what you've done, what you've helped out on. Um, I really, really thank you. Praise the Lord, everybody. Just two quick announcements before we move on to the um, offering. Um, we spoke about that video was about Christmas for Christ. And it's really important. It's very, very important. You know, we implore everyone to just look at the tree here. Um, take an envelope, whatever you can afford to give uh, what you saw in the video earlier Christmas for Christ offering goes to assist churches to um, start churches so instead of having a church with just a small amount in your basement we can expand it and have a bigger church where we can um, facilitate far more people more lives will be saved more families will come in so Christmas for Christ you can join us. You can participate by getting one of these envelopes. Amen? Amen? Amen. And I just want to mention once more about our REACH program. Um, we're still in the process of acquiring our building. Nothing has changed. We are moving forward. This is the new year. We are expecting to move in, move in shortly. And we just want you to continue to partner with us. And those who haven't done so, we are inviting you to part, partner with us so we can move in our new building. We are trying to raise at least 1.7 million. All things are possible through Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. So one might look at it as a daunting task, but we have Christ on our side. Amen? And we, ha we are doing everything according to his will. And acquiring this building is all about facilitating more people, families, you know, um, communities. We want more people to have an opportunity to hear the word of God so they can be saved and they can share the word of God with their friends, their family, their loved ones. So that is what it's all about. Amen? Amen. It's offering time. But before I move into the offering, I am just going to read a scripture here for you that um, I looked at. It's um, Psalm 125, verses 1 and 2. Verse 1 says, a song of degree. They that trust in the Lord shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth ever forever. So, what this is really saying, or to break it down, it's saying, they that trust in the Lord, um, those who are fully committed, those who depend on him, 
those who worship him in spirit and truth, those who allow his word to direct them. Um, those are the people we're talking about here now. Shall be as Mount Zion, which cannot be removed, but abideth forever. Those people, those of us who are dedicated to him, trust in him, they cannot be moved out of their place of protection. Their integrity cannot be shaken. Their confidence cannot be shaken. So if you just trust in him and lean on him, put everything in him, then whenever the wind blows, it doesn't shake you. You are planted. You are firm and directly focused on him. The second verse says, As the mountains are round about Jerusalem, so the Lord is round about his people from henceforth ever, even forever. The city of Jerusalem is on a, a hilly terrain. And it's surrounded by mountains. So, one, it protects the inhabitants from the strong wind. It breaks the wind so it doesn't affect them that much. And two, they have a vantage point so they can see enemies coming up and prepare for them. They are just naturally protected. So, the Lord is telling us, he will be round about his people to protect them. Just like how that mount, those mountains are round about Jerusalem. And there is no gap. The enemy cannot come up the side and go through the fence. He has that hedge of protection around about his people forever and ever. As long as we put our trust in him. And if you remember the scripture, it says the enemy goes about like a roaring lion seeking whom he will devour. He could go around as much as he can. There is no way to get into us. That's what the scripture is telling us. So, he will not be able to find any opening to get in. God is our shield and our protection. Trust in him. Going forward in this new year. Amen? Amen. It's offering time. It is offering time and a time to give. And, um... There are several ways to give. We can give online at myccc.faith. We can use PayPal at Christ-Centered Church, at sign Christ-Centered Church. And we can use the Cash App, dollar sign CCC2711. And our usher is in the back. We can um, just give the traditional way in the basket. And... Sister Patrice will always accept it electronically. Amen? Amen? Let us stand and pray over the offering. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you once more, Lord, and we say thank you for everything that you have done and you continue to do in our lives, Lord Jesus. I pray, O oh God, that you would continue to have mercy upon us because your mercy is renewed every morning, O oh God. Lord Jesus, you have given us health and strength and the ability to work and earn, Lord. And I pray, O oh God, that we will obey your word. We will come forth with our tithes and offering and be obedient to the word of God. Because only obedience can keep us in your mercy and your grace, Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank you this morning for everything that you've done. And I pray, O oh God, that you would 
Bless those that have to give. And those that don't have to give, make a way for them so they will be able to give. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we say amen. Come forward with your tithes and offering, please.
Praise the name of the Lord. The blood will never lose its power. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Let's just give the Lord another round of applause this morning. Amen. It's indeed worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Truly, our God is great and greatly to be praised. Amen. Amen. Again, we want to welcome everyone that is um, tuning in with us uh, this morning on our online service and those of us that are here in the house of God this morning to praise and to magnify the Lord with us. Truly, we're serving an awesome God. You know, unfortunately, time is not the same anymore, if you please. We have to make some tweaking and some adjustment. And, uh, you know, pastor just have to make uh, some executive move just to be on the safe side to have most of our viewers or our congregation online this morning. And also for this coming Thursday, we'll be having our service online also. So you can tune in um, with us, watch service with us online. Um, because of what's going on with this uh, virus that's just spreading. We don't know what direction, where it's coming from, who it's coming from. But just to be safe, you know, we try our best to make sure we don't compromise ourselves or get our family affected uh, with the the pandemic that we're currently in. Amen. So I'm going to get right into the Word of God this morning. Amen. I want to give you my topic before I get into the Word of God. In fact, let me hold back on my topic. Let's get, if you could stand with me, I want to read a verse of scripture this morning, a couple of verses, a few verses from Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 12. If you have your Bible, you can turn with me. Amen. Or you can watch via the uh, over screen. Amen. Acts chapter 12, verses 1 to verses 12. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex, to antagonize, if you please, the church. In verse 2 it said, And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. Verse 3 went on to say, And because he saw it, Please the Jews. He proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of the unleavened bread. Verse 4. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to the quartorium of soldiers to keep him. Intended after Easter being him for to the people. Verse 5. Peter therefore kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing unto the church unto for him. I, I, I want to pause at verse 5 just for a second. Because when I, when I read this verse. And in fact, you know, you know, our spiritual journey. Uh, before I continue, let's just pray. Father God, we thank you for this time as we come into your word, O oh God. We truly thank you, Lord God, for giving us this privilege, this opportunity, Lord God, to share the word of God. 
We give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord God. You're truly great and greatly to be praised. We adore you. We acknowledge you. Father God, as I come before you as a humble servant, Lord God, I pray and ask you, Lord God, that I will decrease and you will increase this morning, O God. Let the words that I speak this morning, I don't speak of myself, but of you that sustain me and give me the direction in which to speak this word. I ask you anointing upon the remaining portion of the service. For those that are here, those that are not here, we ask you to touch them likewise. As we give you all the glory in the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. The Lord bless you. you may be seated if you can. Amen. In verse 5, as it read, and, you know, a lot of us know, you know, the passage of Scripture, the chapter that we read there about um, Herod the king. Um, but let me get back to verse 5. It said, Peter therefore kept in prison, but because of prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. There was something, John, so good to see in the house of God this morning. There are certain things that we're doing in life that we don't know who's praying for us. But because the church is interceding for us, whatever we're going on in our lives, in our bodies, we know prayer. And this is how fitting it is with our spiritual, our prayer that we have, that we're praying right now as we are on our campaign and that's something that we should do at all time. You know, he said here, prayer was made without ceasing. Which means they were just praying continually. And um, by us obeying the word of God and applying ourselves according to where God wants us to be and what we need to be, we have to make sure we're touching and agreeing with everyone. Amen. And when Herod, verse 6, would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keeper before the doors kept the prison. Verse 7. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and the light shined into the prison, and he smote Peter on the side and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chain fell off from his hand. So here, while Peter was in prison, you know, light shone from heaven. And, and, and uh, you know, when it shone from, the light shone from heaven, um, he smote Peter on the side and he raised up. Uh, you know, there he was hearing from the Lord or something. He was hearing from the angel or from the Lord. And, um... And verse 8, and he said, and, and as the angel said unto him, Gird your, thyself, and bind on thy standards. And he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about three thee, and follow me. In verses 9, it said, And he went out and followed him. And his ways was not, it was true, which was done by the angel. But through, but through he saw a vision. And in verse 10 he said, And when they were past the first and the second soldier, 
they came unto an iron gate that leaded into the city, which was open to them of its own accord. And they went out, passed on through the street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was came to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord had sent his angel and had delivered me out of the hands of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. And in verse 12, in the final verse, he said, And when he had considered the, the things, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. So I, I want to stop at that verse right now. And uh, my topic is, who are we campaigning with? campaigning with. Amen. I, I, I want to give honor to a pastor this morning, you know, as all due respect unto a pastor, our shepherd, our leader. And, you know, God's going to give us a strong leader, especially the time that we're living in. And the, 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 the time, the, the, the things and the, the time that we're living in, it, it, it's, it's, it's no coincidence but in due respect and in due honor, we do respect the man of God that we hear from God himself. And when we follow through with what the man of God is hearing from God, we have to make sure we, 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 we don't try to take things on our own and say we're, we're going to push our place because we're hearing from God too. You're not the leader. God didn't call you to lead. God put a man of God to oversee you. So if the man of God said, uh, we want you to stay home today because of what's going on and because of the concern, we just have to listen to the voice of God. You know, throughout this uh, verses of scripture that I read, um, there is no doubt that whenever we are going through things in life, you know, we hear the talking all the time or the walk, you know, it's in the Bible, two can walk unless they agree. We've got to make sure whatever we're doing or who we are camping with, so to speak, we, 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 can, um, we, we, we can make sure we, we are surrounded by the, the right people that are going to encourage us are the right people that's not going to push us are the people that not going to mislead us or misdirect us if, if you please amen I, I, I was watching i was home last night while i was moving around you know doing you know i got 101 100 different projects going on all at the same time i'm here moving around i got a call from someone and they say you need to take a break and just throw your foot up but I said, I got so much project going on at the same time. I got my garage that I've been trying to clean out for the past over 12 years, and I still can't get it cleaned out yet. I'm in the basement trying to move things around, and uh, I'm here upstairs doing things. So I've been doing so many projects all at the same time. Here, a little dear, little, and that's all I can do because of, you know, time. But while I was there, um, 
shortly before, you know, I decided to take a break, my wife said, honey, can we watch a movie? So I said, sure. So I, I went on the TV and I was watching this movie called Lost Wilderness. Um, very family-oriented movie. So while we were watching the movie, um, it, it started out with this family, husband and wife, uh, two boys, one no more than 15, the other no more than 10, 12-ish. But the one that was the younger, so to speak, it seems to be the one that was more motivated, more pushed to want to do things that mom didn't agree with. So while he was there, he remember years that um, his dad took them up to this camping ground. And while they were on the camping ground, you know, you know, as as most moms, you know, they will rather stay in the vehicle in their camping uh, right in the, the area, not too far, venture out too far. So while dad and the two sons venture out in the camp, going up in the mountains, going on the valley, going through all these rugged roads and different things, um, dad took them up to a mountain which was miles, miles, miles away. But he took them to where there was a, a fall. And for some reason, it, it, th- this young man, he, as he was growing, growing up, he remember that his dad took him up to this place. And dad had a, a, a knife, nice one of those big knives that he get, camping knife that he get from his grandfather. That he had, uh, the dad went and he buried the knife. And the fall into an area where it was secure. So the water keep running down and nothing would disturb that knife that was there. So things happened. The dad started drinking, got into accident, end up being jailed, end up being divorced. The, 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 the wife finally um, met some, some other, uh, uh, not a guy that she met. So while, he, he, um, while she met the guy... This guy have a, a son and a daughter, and she have two boys. So all four of them get together. The wife took them, all of them, all the way up to the camping ground. So while they were there on the camping ground, the young man remember for some reason, he wasn't getting along with this, you know, stepdad or whosoever this guy was. He wasn't getting along. He wasn't getting along with the children or anything like that. He was just being, you know, just for himself and himself only. And so the dad, the dad said, uh, so he, he said to his mom, back in the days, uh, John, they didn't have electronic GPS like we have these days. Um, so they go to the campground, they will have a map, you know, that show them, you know, the path that in which they need to take going up, going down into the valley, go through here to go through there. They didn't have an idea where it was north, where it was south, where it was east, and where it was west. So they're looking at the map because all was on the map was just drawing of where the fall is. So they figure, well, if we can walk 70 miles, but by then they have those, um, what do you call them, dirt bikes that we, you know, they have these days that they use, you know, they roll those bikes up into the hills and into the mountains. So while they were on uh, the, 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 the bike going through, 
The son came back out. He came to his mom and said, you know, he would like to get back to the fall. And mom said, no, it's not safe. It's dangerous. The roads are all blocked off and everything. And he's, there's something in this young man that said, I need to get back to that fall. Because he, see, he, he noticed his dad did something. And the only way he could figure out what was going on, he didn't know what his dad did at the time. But the only way he could figure what was going on is by insist. So they had three maps that they had. So the mom told the younger son to put the map back into whatever uh, thing that they hold the maps in. And um, so the son switched around the map and put the map with the direction to where the fall was on his uh, uh, motorbike. Uh, and then, you know, he insists that they want to go for a ride. So he's trying to convince the young lady, the other young man, and his brother. The older brother decides, no, son, you know, my brother, it's just dangerous. It's not for us. But because of his persistence, because he, he, he insists that he wants to go there, then uh, the oldest brother give in and said, okay, let's go. So, you know, while they were there riding, they had two, um, two of these um, dirt bikes going up in the hills. So they realized the road was blocked off. There was no way. Everything was blocked off. So he decided to take another route to get up into the hills. And in so doing, he ran. The gas line got caught and uh, a piece of branch and um, it pinched, it put a hole into, into the gas line. So while he was there riding, coming back, he was saying, yeah, I find a path. Went back to all his brother and said, okay, let's go. We went up there. So what he did and what he didn't realize was the gas that he had was just dipping. It was just dripping. It was just keep leaking out. So when they reached, they still had to search because they followed the direction of the map, realized they're going and there was just a dead end. There was no way to where they wanted to go. All they looked down was just a deep valley. They were on the peak of the mountain looking down because that's where the map directed them. So he stood there and they come back together and said, no, we got to get back to the drawing board. They're looking and they say, okay, let's go this direction. So the older brother said, okay, I'll go this direction. So they all go that direction, not knowing where they're going. They came back. They said, we got to get back to the drawing board. He got back to the drawing board and... Um, by then, mom took all the phones away from all the children. Um, so there was not much ways to communicate. There was one brother, the one brother of the young lady. He, he, had, um, he had some health issues. So and, uh, the, the sister, his sister, um, she, she was the, the, the calmer head, so to speak. The older brother was the more smarter brother, so to speak. Um, so they all kind of piggyback on each other. But because no one stood for what was right, no one didn't listen to what mom said, um, they all decided, okay, they want to do their own thing. Mom said, no worries, be safe, be, be back at the campsite by 7 p.m. So dad now... The girl's dad tried to reach her because the dad, remember, he gave her back her phone and said, the only reason I want you to use your phone is only for emergencies and for taking photos. He said, no problem. She was walking, and she fell off the dirt bike and hit her head. 
And um, so they all jump off the bike, trying to stop the bike from running back. So while her foot was on the wheel, the bike kind of run over her, her, one of her foot, and it, I think it broke her ankle or injured it. So, and then in a few seconds, the phone fell, and the the bike run over the phone. The phone was all smashed up. So they have no way of communicating back and forth to their parents. So now they started reaching their parents. Parents started reaching, can't reach, no communication whatsoever. So they were there, and while they were there, eventually they started to reach out to rescue. That you know, got four children out there in the desert, not knowing where they are, and they were concerned. They wanted to see, make sure they're safe and everything. So um, they they called for search and rescue, but the other uh, man that was there. Um, the stepdad, he decided, you know, comes what may, I'm going to go out there. So mom stayed in camp as always. So he went out there not knowing where he was going, not sure what direction to go. And then he ended up remembering that they were talking that the kids wanted to go to the, the fall. So he was able to get to where the fall was noticing the road was blocked off. So he went to a different route to get up to the hills, but things were blocked off there. So by then, you got sheriff came in town. And was asking, um, you know, asked for identification from this guy. And he was explaining to the sheriff that, you know, I have my son and daughter who's sickly out there. And um, he need help. if he doesn't get help, he's going to die. So while, while he was there, you know, um, to make the short story, uh, long story short, um, rescue came. And while rescue came, they came and tried to do their best to try to get to the kids. So, but this young man still insists. That he wanted to get to the camp, John. And he got up back to the fall, rather. And when he got to the fall, he, he ended up pushing his hand down into the water where he see dad did. And he was able to pull out that knife that dad buried into where the lake was, uh, into the fall right there. So on top of the, 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 the knife, there was a thing that you could screw off in the top. And in the top of the, the knife, uh, um, there was a little note that the dad leave for his son. And he was saying, oh, much you know that he was, uh, you know, very independent, strong-willed, and, you know, he can accomplish and achieve whatever he needs to, you know, uh, you know, achieve, so forth, so on. And he read it, and he just shook his head. And I said, wow. So this is why he was determined that he wanted to get back up to the fall, because there was something there for me to get back up there. So, you know, um, at the end of the day, the, the young man that was sickly, he got sick, um, you know, he went playing in the bush or picking up bush. Ended up having poison ivy. Started rubbing all over him. Then he break out with all kind of sores all over him. And then they didn't have enough medication. They run out of supplies and everything. So they basically um, was there, basically left to, <coughs> you know, dead, so to speak. You know, but you know, the ironic thing and what that that story that I sit down watching is, you know, why are we going through with camping? And there are times that we'll say we want to go camping. But if we don't have leaders that we can follow, that have a direction, a sense of urgency that say, okay, if we're going to go to point A, let's go to point A and get back to base. Let's do that. No, you want to steer from there and go uh, uh, elsewhere. Um, so while, while, you know, the story, and I, I would encourage you if you get a chance to watch that movie, um, you, you should. Um, so while, while um, you know, they, they were able to get back to together, um, airlift the young man that was held sick, 
to to healthcare together afterward. Everybody start to you know come together, start a fellowship, and they start to know have enjoy. But the story that I read it said eagerness. When someone is is have an ego, it will drive you to your grave if you please. Ego drove King Herod of of Paul the day just as he had driven his father and his grandfather. They desperately lacked character. Herod was surname of his family of a ruler who held power by permission of the Roman Empire. Herod the Great ruled at the same time of Jesus Christ. He was, he was the one who killed all the male babies in Bethlehem. Herod Antipha ordered the beheading of John the Baptist. In chapter 12, where we read about Herod, Herod Agape, I, the grandson of Herod the Great, Herod lacked the character providing us with many examples of what not to do as a leader. First, if you're a leader, and I, I, I want to add to that, if you are a good leader, he mistaken, or let me, let me change that word. Uh, uh, as a good leader, never mistreat your own citizen. He unjustly ordered an arrest of Jewish believers in order to arrest them. He executed the innocent people. He had James killed by sword. Although he had committed no crime, he made decisions based on popularity. Didn't hear from the leaders are the people that he need to hear from. When he saw it was pleased the Jews to kill James, he had Peter arrested too. He acted irrationally in difficult time. He killed 16 guards who had been on duty at the time Peter was in prison escape. He harbored hunger towards others. He remained angry towards outside ethnic groups and looked for ways to get even. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. He sought power out of insecurity. He enjoyed controlling others, especially love having people at his mercy. He projected an inflammable image. He loved wearing his royal verb and being worshipped. He was blinded by his ego. He lived in an un unreal world and couldn't see how his ego sabotage his leadership. And there are times, you know, sometimes we get caught up with our leadership. 
we let our ego get into the way sometimes. Where we don't learn to humble ourselves. Where we don't learn to submit ourselves. And because we think we have it all together, we can do it. But our ego will only sabotage not only us, but those that are around us. Amen. How do we avoid from getting into this trap, Herod's trap? One, there are four ways we can avoid it. To improve your character and build a solid foundation for your own leadership, you must, one, search for cracks. We all have cracks in our life. We all need to search to see where our flaws are. We all need to check to see where we need to get, you know, uh, strengthened. If, if, if my left feet, uh, foot is, is weak, I've got to find a way in which I can get the strength to support it to get back to normal. Look for patterns. Certain things that you do. Do any weakness remain? A pattern can help you diagnose character flaws. Look for the pattern. You do things this way all the time. Is this the right way? The Bible said there is a way that seems it right unto a man. But the end thereof is the way of death. You, you don't know what is lurking out there for you. When, when these kids in the movie, when their back were against the wall... They were crying out because they didn't know what else to do. We need help. We need help. Somebody help me. They're screaming. But they're miles away from, from anyone and anywhere. You know, nobody could have hear them. A few later, a bear came up from nowhere. And oh my God, that's not the kind of help you're in the desert you wanted to see in your position. But he was act, they were asking for help. You know, so they all, the only thing that they could do was just kept quiet and all stooped down. That way they didn't create any friction between them and the bear. The third thing is face the music. Character repairs, character repair bring. Being when you face your flaws and apologize to those you have wronged. You, you have done someone wrong. Apologize to them. You want someone to apologize to you when you do wrong? Apologize to them. The Bible says we should love not the world, neither the things that are in this world. For all that is in the world is the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Let us not get caught up where we, we think we're better than apologizing. If John, if I do you wrong and you said I hurt your feeling, I should be able to come to you humble and say, John, I'm sorry. You know, I'll try my best to do better next time. I shouldn't see you walk by knowing that you're hurt inside. And we, you, we, you're having resentment against me. And I'm looking at you. I said, what did I do to you? You're going to say, ah, I didn't do this brother, nothing. But to you, I said just a small word that offended you. 
My goal is to make sure I make it right with you. That's the only way we can see eye to eye. And that's why I can't be man enough to go to you and say, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, I, you know, I messed up, you know, forgive me. Um, I'm not a man because I can't stand up to that truth. So, you know, we, we, we got to look into ourselves and see the way we live. Amen. Uh, the fourth thing is stay teachable and rebuild. Once you face your past, create a plan to build inward strength. We're not too young or too old to be teachable. We should be able to, able to be in a place where we can help others. And others can come to us for direction. Because once we, once we uh, you know, uh, create that plan, you know, we're going to develop that strength where someone can look at you and say, uh, you know, I respect so-and-so. I can go to so-and-so for direction, for opinion, support, so on. The Bible led us to know in Psalms 34, verse 7, it said, the angel of the Lord encamped around about them that fear him and delivered them. Once you fear the Lord, the angel of the Lord, they encamped around about you. Why? Because, um, you know, you, you, you want that extra protection. You want to make sure you're, you're surrounded when you're out camping. Ah, your surrounding is protected by God and with angels that's going to protect you from the wilds or from your enemy. The Bible says that there is like a roaring lion seeking those he may devour. And if you don't have God to protect you, especially in the time that we're living in right now, we're going to fall by the wayside. We can't think of ourselves so highly that... We're not going to obey the laws or respect. If the law said, you know, respect, wear your mask, be mindful, obey the law. That's the law of the land. You were just looking out for others. You know, because we want to make sure we have that extra protection that as we go, the Lord will protect us. Amen. And in the, the, the sign, Psalms um, uh, 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He said, it made me to lie down in green pastures. He restored my soul. He said, lead me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Who are you camping with? Because he said, yeah, though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil because I have the Lord camping with me. He said, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. While you're out camping, you want something to comfort you. While you're out there doing everything in the woods, you don't know what's going to happen to you. But you need something to be there to comfort you. He said, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me as we go through the hills. Surely goodness will follow us. We need to be directed by the Lord. We need to make sure we have the Lord lead us. That where he lead us, we follow. Where he send us, we will go. 
But the only way we can do these and apply ourselves is by us applying ourselves unto God. Submit ourselves, therefore, unto the Lord. Because if we submit ourselves unto the Lord, the Lord will keep us. The Lord will not forsake us. He said, will never leave us nor forsake us. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and with all your mind. When you go out camping, make sure you have the Lord by your side. Don't go by yourself. Don't go because you're not going to have enough to keep you out there if you go not having uh, a way to communicate with the Lord. You got to make sure the Lord is with you. And the Lord will take you back, take you there, and take you back safely. Amen. So we're here this morning to remind you. Are you camping by yourself? Are you camping with the Lord? Do you have people around you that say, it's a new year. We need to get it. We have to get it now. It's a new year. We need to make a recalling an election sure. We need to make sure that tomorrow if the trumpets sound or tonight if the trumpets sound, are we ready to be where the Lord wants us to be? It's a new year. Now is the time when we need to get our act, our mind made up to serve the Lord with all our hearts and with all our minds. You know, we don't need to just serve him with just part of our heart and part of our mind. Now is the new year. Now is the way we need to be camping with everything. We need to put everything in it. We're on the last lap. We're on the last round. The clock, the trumpet can sound at any moment, at any time. The Bible said, to as many as look for him shall he appear. He said, it's going to prepare a place for us that where he is, we may be also, but we have to make sure we are camping, uh, having the Lord protect us as we continue to travel with the Lord and be with the Lord. Amen. Our God is truly great and greatly to be praised. And as we're here this morning, as we're getting ready to close out our service this morning, I just want to encourage everyone that is out there. To make your calling an election sure. Make sure as we started out our new year, we surround ourselves with people that are going to help us to make heaven. People that will guide us. People that will not mislead us or misguide us. People that won't give us misinformation or disinformation. We need to make sure we hear from the Lord. Because if we don't hear from the Lord, we're going to find ourselves wiggling and triggling and dillying around things that we don't need to do. But we need to make sure we know him for ourselves. If there's someone out there and you want to give your life to the Lord, if you want to get baptized, now is the acceptable time. Now is when our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Accept the Lord while you can. Accept him today. Because tomorrow is not promised to us. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart, but give your life to the Lord. Amen. Surrender your heart to the Lord. The Lord loves us. He died so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Surround yourself with people that love you. People that cares about you. People that want to see you be successful in life. 
people that want to see you accomplish whatever God has for you. God has something in store for all of us. But we have to make sure we're at the place where God can uh, pour into us what he wants to pour into us. If we're not here to receive from the Lord, we're not going to be received. But we have to make sure we're in the place where God can pour into us. And the more we open up our vessel, here we are, Lord, as a vessel. We're here to receive from you, Lord, what you have for us. Strengthen our body. Protection around about us. Oh, God, we want you to keep us. Guide us in everything that we do, Lord. I'm going to invite you, if you could stand with us at this time. Who are you camping with this morning? Look around your circle. Are the folks around your circle are the ones that mean you good? Or they mean no good for you? Surround yourself with the right people that will help you. Father God, we love you this morning. We thank you, Lord God, for your many blessings, oh God. We thank you, Lord God, for keeping us. We thank you for your love, oh God. Nothing good that we have done. But because of your love, because of your mercy, you have kept us, oh God. You came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Lord God, we worship you this morning. Help us, Lord God, as we ask the question this morning, who are we camping with? We want to make sure we are camping with you, Lord God, by our side, by our left and our right, in before us, behind us, above us, below us. We want you to direct everything that we do, Lord God. We commit ourselves to you this morning. We surrender our all to you this morning. For without you, we are nothing, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, that you will continue to bless this congregation. Bless every family. Bless every home. Those that are sick this morning. Those that need healing this morning. Oh God, we're trusting you this morning. That the healing virtue will move up on every household this morning, oh God. Pour out your anointing. Let your healing virtue move up on every person this morning. Touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, Lord God. I pray this morning, Lord God, that you will touch every person as is weak in their body, Lord God. That they can say, I'm strong. Oh God, those that are sick, oh God, can stand up and say, thank you, Jesus, for healing my body. Oh God, we know you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this morning as we pray, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that you'll touch every home. Bless every person, Lord God. Protect us and keep us, oh God. Dispatch your angel, run about us, oh God. That wherever we go, whatever we do, you will continue to be with us. Lord God, we give you all the glory this morning. We give you all the honor this morning as we worship you, as we praise your name, as we call upon your name this morning. We thank you for your many blessings. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. And can we just give the Lord a round of applause this morning? Hallelujah, hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord God. Amen, amen. Have your way today, Lord. The Lord bless you. We love you. Be blessed. Be a blessing to someone else. Be an encouragement to someone else. Make sure you keep the company that the Lord wants you to keep. Lord bless you. Thank you for watching with us this morning. 
You be blessed. Have a blessed week. In Jesus' name. Check it out. You write my. You're the author and the finisher. 